1: Let's get ready to rumble! Hey there! Do you like films? Do you like wrestling from the 2000s? Do you want to see a film about wrestling from the 2000s? Well, WrestleTalk are hosting a special screening of Ready to Rumble for its 19th anniversary at the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square on May 7th, 2019.
0: Wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not
1: fake! Myself, Ollie Davis, Lou Cohen, Laurie Blake, Randy Andy, that's some Pequenell and maybe a few other surprises will be in attendance for a meet and greet before the film, and then stick around after the screening for a special Wrestle Ramble podcast recording, where we'll talk in depth about David Arquette winning the WCW Championship to promote the film and what it did for the wrestling industry.
0: Would that be jump Jumping, they kind always like to smell.
1: If you've not seen Ready to Rumble before, come see the sports entertainment epic. The Detroit News said manages to insult not only pro wrestlers, but also their fans. Britney, let's go out again, we'll talk about me and you. Dude, you're in there. The Matt-based masterpiece the New York Post called a toilet humour farce proud of its own
0: crudeness. Your sister shot her first perp today. That's nice, gammy.
1: And if that doesn't tempt you, the Orlando Sentinel said of this barn burner brilliance, yes, film fans. There is a new worst movie of all time. Any match, any time, the steel cage. Steel cage, win. No, well, well. no, no, done. So come see. Shut, Shut up, Randy. Shut up, you're not part of this. So come see, ready to rumble at the Prince Charles Cinema on May seventh with your friends at Wrestle Talk. Tickets are available now.
0: Support Wrestle Talk.
1: Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast. Hello, you're watching Screen Stalker. I'm Elphaba Delory Blake. This is Ollie Freakin' Davis, and we're here to discuss Avengers Endgame. Yeah. How was it? Was it the uh, revelatory experience that you thought it would be? It was... The earth-shattering, body-shaking, orgasmic nerd event of the year. Orgasm's the key word here. I I said after we'd seen the film, I have been, I didn't know it, but I have actually been engaged in a tantric dance with Kevin Feige for (laughs) over ten years. And all all, all the time I think, well, it can't get any better. It can't get any better. I had high expectations for this movie. And then there's a moment, we'll get into the spoiler zone in a second. There's a moment in this film where it's the closest I've come to sexual gratification (laughs) without (laughs) engaged in the act. Yeah, I was just subtly vibrating in the cinema. Just, oh, oh, oh. Oh. I developed an excited tick I didn't know I had. Yeah. I started doing this just for <laughs> comfort. I was like, mm, <laughs> mm, give me the goodness. Or should we get into spoiler stuff? Because yes, it, it's, spoiler it's a difficult stuff. film to talk about yeah. without ruining everything. Well, yeah, because I think, I think mostly because it, it feels like quite a swerve. It starts off in a – it goes in a direction well, – So spoilers. So spoilers from now. Spoilers. So if you really don't want to know – why have you clicked a review that's come out a day afterwards? But also, go away <laughs> because yeah. we're going to spoil it now. Hard. We're yeah. going to spoil it so hard. Do you know what? One guy in uh, coming out of the cinema screamed the end of the movie at us all queuing up. What a bummer. There's a special place what in hell year. for him. But what anyway, we won't. We, you, you have a warning, so proceed. So I think actually, like the the major spoiler in the opening of this film is that a lot of the marketing material we've seen is like the first five minutes of the film like all of this stuff gets out of the way incredibly quickly and then like the suits come later sure but the majority of the sort of let's go in the let's go in the spaceship and go and fight Thanos blah 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 that's all out of the way incredibly quickly and that is not the plan everyone was like that's the, the plan will be go fight Thanos get the Infinity Stones back it's not at all well, that was people, a plan. Yeah. That was a plan. Yeah. <laughs> it and it work. didn't and it didn't work no. at all because Thanos had used the Infinity Stones to destroy the Infinity Stones and was yes. almost dead in the process. What an amazing bleak opening like the last ounce of hope they just ripped away from people mm. and then went, Okay, well now we're gonna spend about forty five minutes of this like blockbuster movie that you've all wanted to see for a year now just wallowing like people just having a rubbish time it's so good it's a fascinating structure uh the, the russos spoke about it when they did civil war they were like <clears> we <throat> wanted to change up how films are usually structured you got the, the the beginning the middle and the end mm-hmm. to, to have like a character arc but they were like we're going to approach that in a style of tone so the first hour is going to be sort of serious setup the middle hour of civil war was that's that just all-out comedy, almost like slapstick performance mm-hmm. stuff. And the last hour is your action. And that's—I was like, I'd check because I do this anyway. I, I like to know where we are in the structure of a story. Every time I was like, "Well, that seems like the the close of chapter one." Bang on an hour. Yeah. So, bang on an hour is when they go into the time travel bit. So all that the time hour, heist. Yeah, the time heist. All what the stuff a... before then was yeah wallowing and just bleakness and. It has been so. It's been fight. We start just twenty days after. I think around twenty days after yeah, 23, the snap. I think it's 23, 24 Mark. Yeah. Saying, yeah, and then they don't defeat Thanos. Well, they do. They Thor chops off his head. It's very the least quickly. cathartic killing of Thanos you could ever imagine. He's already def- he defeated himself by yeah. achieving his goal. He was like, I'm done. This. I'm damaged. He didn't really care that they were going to kill him. He was like, "This is fine. I I knew yeah. this was going to happen. I've achieved what I wanted to achieve. I am inevitable." Yeah. And Thor, in this beautiful character moment, which sets up his arc for the film, is just because it's he, he was the one who failed. Yeah, he's he the one who He didn't go for the head, so he you know corrects that mistake rather late and chops off Thanos' head right away. And what they say? What did what did you do? He went. I went for the head. Yeah. It's it. There are so many callbacks to Infinity War. Like watching mm. those two films as a double bill would. I mean that's that's almost still shorter than WrestleMania Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, still, it's, it's still a, a it's long a big time. undertaking. Yeah. Uh and then you that that sets up Thor as this crisis of confidence Thor who never really recovers. No. He he becomes fat Thor, out yeah. of shape Thor, no abs, big gut, big beard, cries a lot because, because of he feels like he was the one who failed. And I feel that that's totally okay. And he knew he was the most pa- and he thought he was the most powerful Avenger and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. And it's totally okay because he had all the power stuff in yep. Infinity War. So yes. I'm not there going like, "Oh man, I I want some cool Thor now because I had mm. all that in the last film." Absolutely, yeah. There, I I I loved I think probably my favorite scene is the opening scene with Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I love the fact that it's I think we had at the end of Infinity War this beautiful punchy like brave moment of filmmaking where they just went, okay, well, it's going to end on a massive downer. Like, it's going to be the biggest bummer of all time. And it was brilliant. And then this opens the opposite way. There's no, like, there's not as much uh, dramatic music. No one gets final lines. No one gets anything. You just see someone who's not involved and not in a city. So he's not seeing hundreds of people disappearing Mm. at once. He doesn't even know what's going on. And it's just this amazing moment of him like his family just disappear while he keeps turning his back unfortunately and oh, watching him real and it, but it sets it but it sets him up so well as well yeah. for the film and like his emotional arc throughout the whole thing it's it's really incredible yeah there's uh that moment of dramatic irony where he's like he can't find his daughter because mm. she's walked off somewhere but well that's what he thinks but we all know She's just gone. Yeah. And then he starts. Oh, yeah. And it sets him up as. Is it Ronin? Ronin? He doesn't become Ronin, but yeah, he he wears the Ronin suit. He doesn't call himself Ronin. Yeah. Yeah. He kills a lot of people. Yeah. But this is, you know, this is his, like, that's his way of Mm. dealing with it because he's killing all the bad people that didn't get dusted and being like, well, my family got dusted and they were good people. So why do you deserve to live at all? And the the Russo's are such economical uh, filmmakers because they they have one shot in that opening bit, which mm. is just... You see Hawkeye's ankle, and he's got the little... Tag console, on. Tag Yeah. On. yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's where he is. I'm, I'm already back in this universe where everyone is. Yeah. Um, but then, like, yes... Yeah, so- he's still under the registration scheme. Yes. From Civil War. Mm. So he, that's why he's not involved in Infinity War. Uh, and, and then, so this first hour is Tony getting rescued by Captain Marvel. So, I love the film unequivocally. I... I felt... And I I really enjoyed Captain Marvel as well, particularly the final third. Mm. But when was when was she? I, I thought we were going to get a few more scenes of Captain Marvel explaining to the Avengers who she is. Yeah, I feel like they just sort of glossed that. I also feel like there was too little of her. Like she mm. was she was so. I mean, it's one of those things where she's obviously a power play, isn't she? Because she's like so strong. They were just like, you have to keep her out of the film because otherwise it would be solved. Like none of the time heist stuff would have worked if Captain Marvel had gone to any of them and Mm. just gone, there you are. (laughs) I've got that for you now. There you go. Um, But yeah, she was great. But I just felt like she just had that unfortunate role of turning up in the next. She was just serendipity the whole time. Mm. It's just like, oh, she just happens to be here. And yeah, she happens to be here at the end. She happens to be here. That, you know, yeah, a sonic screwdriver approach. She was. Doctor yeah, Who. yeah. How are we going to get out of this unescapable situation? Sonic screwdriver. Well, how does that work? Don't it, it, yeah. it's opening the door. That's not to ask. Yeah, uh, and uh, but she she was cool. I, I yeah. I just I. It was a shame that she didn't get a chance to interplay with the other characters. Yes, because I feel like that was quite fundamental, and it almost confused me as a viewer. And the that, most the most interaction she got was with Peter Parker. Yeah. In that little bit where she just turns up and he's like, "Hi, I'm, <laughs> I'm Peter Parker," and she's like, "Oh, hi, Peter Parker." Like, yeah. But then you've, you you set up this this torn down world and how some people have moved on. Like Tony has. Yes. You know, he's got this really lovely little girl that Pepper. Yeah. He's he, he super lucked out, Tony. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, but he's still consumed by that guilt of uh, letting Peter die when he gets off of the the plane at the start after being rescued by Captain Marvel. And he goes straight to Cap, uh, Cap, Captain America, and he's just like, I lost a kid. Yeah. And I was looking at that shot and I was like, Well, you are definitely the older gentleman here mm-hmm. in facial features. But it's almost Tony talking to Cap as a father. like that relationship, he's it's Cap is his father. Cap is the, he's Cap always is the senior. trying to get yeah, yeah. yeah, the the sort of acceptance from him. Which he has, but it's yeah, it's weirdly not enough. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, and then Cap and Iron Man fall out again and then they have to get back together. And then we enter the second part of the movie, which is again a perfect hour right in the middle, yep. which is a love letter to all the MCU them up, so far. Yes. The time heist bit is so good, and that kicks off. That is actually where the first action scene comes because it starts mm. on the Ronin bit, where they recruit, where they do, they replay almost the original opening Avengers Assemble kind of stuff, where it's like Black Widow's on a mission, this guy's on a mission. Mm. We've got to go get the Hulk. We've got to go do this yeah, thing, yeah. and they go through and they pick everyone up again. And it's but it's all in this broken down universe, so everyone is a slight twist on who they were before. The Hulk is now. Both the Hulk and Bruce Banner at the same time, which is why he's not been in any of the marketing materials. Yeah, yeah and he's, he's now good. this sort of like dude, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's not as big as the Hulk, but he is green and he has more Mark Ruffalo features. But he can talk. He just talks like Mark Ruffalo Well, like Bruce. Yes, yeah. yeah. Thor's fat and but has founded a new Asgard in Scotland. Like, yeah, uh, that's so good. Which is an amazing scene. He's like <laughs> he's like the dude now. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's, yeah, it's incredible. Um, and then. Yeah, and then Hawkeye has gone completely rogue, like off and he's gone off the rocker in a way that uh Black Widow especially would be very kind of hurt by mm. and like, you know, hurt their whole I was I was expecting her for the whole time to say, I've got red in my ledger at some point and it just never happened. But yeah. it's like you know that's hanging over her, that she she always feels indebted to Clint specifically. Mm. Um and also because this turn for him is kind of what she was doing before when he saved her yeah. and recruited her into the Avengers and she turned into, like, from a Russian spy to a, to a U.S. agent. Hold
0: up. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health
1: I'm sensing Hawkeye was your favourite character. I love Hawkeye. I think he's great. Uh, I, I, I love him because in he's, this movie, though, yeah, he, really d- like he, he, he definitely the best treatment of Hawkeye yeah. in the MCU. I, so but far. I love Hawkeye because he's just a dude. Mm. Like he's just he's not like there's dude good he's at shooting. Just, he's just a dude who's good at shooting. Like and but he so it, or in Age of Ultron, I really liked him as well because mm. it's just he's like little sides and he was always a back sort of. He was a sort of uh, background character to a degree in those films. But he always had the best take on it because he was just like, this is nuts. Like, This is insane. And he's actually having, I think, the most grounded response almost of everyone here. Mm -hmm. You know, Cap's off lying to people in these uh, meetings where he's saying we all have to move on. And he's still clutching, you know, he's still holding on to his past. Tony's moved on and pretending like... 50% 50% of the population didn't die because he's got a perfect little mm-hmm, nuclear family mm-hmm. still. Like Hawkeye's the only one being like I'm a raw nerve because I lost everything. <laughs> a little bit touching. I'm the only one trying to do what I think is right mm-hmm. even though I know it's wrong. Like I'm trying to do something that's reaching towards good. And like obviously uh, Natasha's doing it too, but in a sort of different they're doing the opposite ends of that spectrum. Yeah. As the two Human characters, and it's also interesting then that they go on in the time heist section to have the most fundamental human choice to make in the Soul Stone, uh, in in retrieving the Soul Stone from Vormir. Like, they someone just has to choose to sacrifice themselves, and it's not that's the most heroic moment in the time heist bit. Yeah, uh, and it falls to the least powered people. Mm. Which, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you've got of the of all the time heists, which is like i said this journey through these wonderful mcu moments mm. in the past and you get every character like uh seeing the ancient one in the new york battle and yeah. she was helping out as well which, that was awesome the new york battle was yeah amazing and but like that the new york battles almost played up for laughs and also a bit of exposition to how the timelines hmm. will work. That you have to return all the Infinity Stones to the time yep. at the end, so you don't get any weird paradoxes. Yeah. Although I'm gonna argue they didn't successfully do that because of Loki. Um, but then, yeah, you've got the the dramatic part of yep. of Widow and Hawkeye, and then the sort of setup part of War Machine and Nebula, mm-hmm. which is that Neb- Nebula's God, it's, it's, this is confusing to explain. I mean, I'm you've already seen the movie, so I'm not yeah. going to do a... Well, Nebula a re- ends up re- sharing re- her memories yeah. because she's on the same network, basically. Yes, so yeah, she yeah. ends up, when she comes back to the same time that she already exists She Needs in, a VPN. She she updates to the cloud. Yeah. And then the other self downloads it from the cloud. Yeah, that's how it And works. she ends up sharing all of her memories. So both Nebulas know of the existence of the other, other Nebula and all the memories. And presumably intimate pictures, if there are any. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what it, happens yeah. usually. Uh, the fappening in the mall. Yeah, that was about to see, yeah. God, <laughs> but the, but, yeah, there's, so a lot, there's a lot of off-color vaginas. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that what is that? Is that a, <laughs> uh, so that that middle part is yeah, the time travel, the time heist. Sorry, through all the old parts, and, which and gives you some like really brilliant. I would, I would have almost liked that to have been structured more around like. I know, I know it's not the way the film particularly worked, but. New York had three stones in it at once, right? Mm-hmm. So they went to the Battle of New York and relived that first Avengers film, and then it was Thor: The Dark World, where yeah. uh, the Ether. Is Everyone's in favorite Natalie Marvel Portman, movie. yeah, which yeah. is which was a really nice moment for Thor, I think, and a, a really good character moment because he's obviously actually had, a, before Infinity War he'd had the most grief of any Marvel character. Mm. Like, his dad died. His brother died. His mum died. Yeah, like, recent grief. Yeah, really else recent is, you, you know, like, like, past, pre, yeah. Yeah, like, in Ragnarok, Odin died. In Dark World, his mum mm. died. In At the beginning Killed of Infinity sister. War. Yeah, like, there's so much... Yeah, there's so much grief for him. So to have a moment in which he just meets his mother again mm. and has this, like... And, and obviously, they did that sort of moment for those three main Avengers, like, Thor, Iron Man, and Cap all got a... Visit to the past moment, yeah. Cap with uh, Peggy, Peggy, and uh, Tony, Tony met Howard. Yeah. yeah, so that was all. That was all very nice. I, I mean, I did enjoy the Thor and his mother part, but when I am thinking of classic Thor relationships, I am thinking of Loki and Odin. Yes, uh, like his mother was a very underserved character mm-hmm. that was just used as kind of a plot device. Really, yes, yeah. So, and and I felt like the only person missing from the film because everyone was in it from the past was odin yes and a, a talk there or a talk with loki he does walk past loki at one point yeah uh, would have been i think better but i see why they did it with the mother yeah I, I think i think the thing is with odin is like their sort of interpretation of odin is he's almost timeless like he's mm. he's decided to die yeah so he just won't come back like yeah. but then if he wants to come back he probably would like it's he sort he sort of just exists in this Weird place. So speaking of Loki, yeah. this is my this is my bit. Oh, so on. of the middle part, it's you know they get all the Infinity Stones and they come back and and fake Nebula. So many good scenes, uh, fake Nebula, yeah. So many great comedic scenes. It's re- even though the first hour's rough going, it's very funny stuff. It is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, fun, yeah. like that perfect mix of comedy and drama. Cap that versus has. Cap, I think, is one of my favorite <laughs> things I've ever seen. It's the America's butts. it's the bit where he goes. He's like, I can do this all day. He's like, Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Like, but oh, I think also it was the that was obviously a, an amazing line. But it's, it's it's his own exasperation when he sees himself on yeah. the bridge and he's like, Oh, I know what I'm like. Yeah, he just sees himself and he just goes, Oh, for crying out loud! Like, like, like yeah. oh, uh, The the quote from that bit that's been doing the rounds in the office all day. Luke will not stop saying it. Too many stairs <laughs> from the Hulk running. that oh, like, like he can't yeah, get in the yeah. elevator. Uh, but. In in this middle part, all, all the stones get you know eventually taken back. But Loki, through through the time traveling, the time heist parts, mm-hmm. Loki, in after the battle of the uh, battle of New York from the first Avengers movie, when he's meant to be taken to custody and he's eventually taken back yep. to Asgard, this timeline Loki gets the Tesseract. Oh no, no, it's the Mindstone from his staff. No, he gets the Tesseract. Was it the They, tesseract? Ha- they keep the Mindstone. So they've ah. got what ca- what's in Cap's briefcase yes, and then when back. he gets in the lift and they do the callback to the yes. winter soldier scene. That's great. <laughs> how, how are you? How are you? And he walked well, we got that got such a big laugh in the cinema from that. Yeah. Pete <laughs> clapped and went brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting next to me. I touched his leg at one point when I got excited. I went like <laughs> <laughs> he jumped. But anyway, so now we've got like we've got a rogue Loki. I yeah. know what the ancient one said. You've got all these time stones. If you mm-hmm. put them back, everything will be neat and tidy. Which I'm glad she did because I was having a rough 20 minutes in the middle bit, going just like. But how is it gonna? How's it gonna? it This resolve? is gonna affect things. Yeah, yeah, and and. It all roughly. I'm, I'm sure there are holes because there always is with yeah. time travel. Um, but the Loki one seems like a the biggest a, hole. a, a really. Big setup for for him coming back, but they need to break. But, they need, but there's going to be a Loki TV series, <coughs> so there's going to be a Loki TV series with Tom Hiddleston on Disney Plus, ah. right? And he needs to come back from the dead because he's one of the dead. cults him. He's one of the dead that can't come back as well. Yes. In the in the he's dead dead. Yeah, they were only bringing back the the, the snapped people. They weren't yes. bringing back everyone who had died in the lead up or like you know because Loki just got nixed by Thanos. So yeah, quite an unceremonious death. I think that was the point, though. I think that, yeah. was, that was that was it was a really good like um, setting up of the brutality of the film to just mm. be like, oh, you know that favourite character you all have. Yeah, he's gone. Like nothing. Well, I've I've been saying this forever, uh, and now I feel this is the way to do it. How do you get X Men and Fantastic Four, Retcon these new Disney properties that they purchased from Fox, mm-hmm. which are now all under the Marvel. Cinematic Universe Umbrella, you would assume. Even Deadpool. Yeah. How do you retcon all of that continuity dating back to the Brian Singer 2000 days into the MCU? Because I, I think people... I, it's not very nati- nar- narratively satisfying to just go, hey, here's the new X-Men. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're still making Dark Phoenix and New Mutants yeah, and yeah. that nonsense. I feel like they'll probably keep a lot of those actors as well. Mm, like, yeah. So... There's some salvageable bits, surely. Yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> some of it's good. Some, some of this is good. Like, yeah. Surely. We're, <laughs> we're just, no, we're just, we'll, take, we'll keep Sophie Turner. She's nice. Look. It's two decades of stuff. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, but Where's Hugh Jackman? He's in here somewhere. <laughs> I've always thought the way around that is the Fantastic Four's dimension travel. Mm-hmm. But now you've got a different timeline, Loki, with a tesseract who. It was a test right yeah yeah who knows something's up because he saw Tony next to Tony yes he knows what's up I think he might be the guy or he could be the guy to merge these two yes, universes yeah. together said so maybe for phase four or at the end of phase four. I forgot how so I just remembered how brilliant the setup is for like everything is so well thought out in this film because when Loki does the he mimics cap. As yeah. Cap is walking out of the room and he goes, well, Go downstairs and it's like and then that's why Cap thinks Cap is Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. You just okay. Yeah. So, so I would have just bought it anyway. You would have just been like You <laughs> yeah. would have just been like, Oh, the only person we know who can turn into other people is Loki. So that's fine. But they were yeah. like, Yeah, it has to go in and there. And he's like, got the case. And ugh. yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. But okay, so the final third, which is this last hour, and there hasn't been much action or fighting so far. There's been a lot of funny bits because it's all here. Yeah, it's uh, they get the Hulk does the snap, brings everyone back, but in an amazing scene as well. Yeah. I love, I love the fact that the snap, the the revelation of the snap, again, it's a Hawkeye moment, but also just Scott Lang going to the window, and just seeing that there are birds in the tree, here and it's been birds, completely yeah. silent. In it's actually like it was quite a sparing film in terms of music as well, mm. like especially in the first in the opening bit, it was very like. Um, subtle and quiet and almost empty like a lot of the room sounded very empty and then yeah to to go back and open those like blinds in in the compound yeah. and see that there are birds in the trees and then clint's phones ringing yes yeah i felt i like when the, when the phone vibrates like i felt that here yeah was, <gasps> uh, but that's such a brilliant like rather than doing this big like um and that's why i thought the the intro scene was so good as well because it's just that it was so undramatic in terms of what actually happened. Like for mo- like, the regular person's experience of this thing mm. would have been, "Oh, they're gone." Like you know, if you weren't in the room and your grandma disappeared, you'd just be like, "Where's where's grand where's grandma gone?" Yeah. Like, and that's why there's all the missing posters and there's all this other stuff. And it's like it's the help groups. and then and, and then to have people return, like to know that people have returned without seeing them, and just be like. Oh, we did it! Like, but in this really sort of almost worked, yeah. undramatic way, and well, but it sets up when everyone does yeah. come back because you're you're kind of you think it's worked, yes, but you haven't got confirmation. It's still just the people in this scene. Mm-hmm. So when the uh, you know the big reveal, uh, yeah, it's I mean it's a superhero movie, but really it's a it's a human movie. Yes, it's, it's so grounded in just individual characters, but. The final third, yes, yeah, the the so from the point where so Thanos finds out about the plan mm-hmm. through Nebula plants Nebula, who then transports past Thanos to the future to bring his army, yeah, current day to, his current army to bear on the Avengers HQ. Mm-hmm. So it's a complete, also just like complete like the finale of all of the Avengers films is the Avengers. Gets destroyed to like it's like we've leveled the whole Marvel universe in this like it's a, it's a like a metaphorical leveling of the Marvel universe to go like what will come out of the rubble here, and that's kind of how the film like yeah. from there it's like oh well fortunately everyone's fine yeah. <laughs> you have you have like uh, initially just three people battling Thanos it's it's Iron Man Cap and Thor mm-hmm. and you know that's that's awesome but it's not until Cap Gets Thor's hammer. Mjolnir, yeah. Mjolnir, yeah. Meow meow. Meow meow. Which, it, that, the place erupted. It was like being at a wrestling show. It was Yeah. It, his... Well, it's because Thanos is beating on Thor, isn't he? Yeah. He's like, uh, he's got him pinned and he's like pushing Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker. Yeah, Stormbreaker yeah. into his chest. Mm. And then just... I thought it was going to Thor's hand. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was summoning it. But no, it just went straight past and then came back into Cap's hand. And Thor just goes, I knew it! Yeah. So this, again, is just brilliantly set up. There's that wonderful scene in Avengers Age of Ultron, which is the best scene in the movie, Mm -hmm. where they're all just sitting around after a party, chatting like regular folk. And they're all having a drunken game of who can lift Thor's hammer. And no one can do it. War Machine and Iron Man have got their stuff on and they're trying to use blasters to get it up. Mm -hmm. But you have to be worthy. That's how you lift the hammer. And Cap goes over to it. He tries and it starts to wobble. And Thor has this worried expression on his face. And it, but then Cap lets it go and goes, oh, I can't lift it. And Thor's like, oh, yes, you're not, you know, good you try. Yeah, um, because also the worthiness means you're allowed to be the king of Asgard. Yes. It's not just being yeah. worthy, it's like worthy of being the king of Asgard. It's like Brexit. So it yeah. opens up a whole yeah. political nightmare. But for me, Th- Cap getting the hammer now means he always could. Yes, yeah. And that means he was picking it up in Age of Ultron. And he knew it was going. He, he knew how that would affect Thor and the team. He's such a lovely guy. He pretended and he let go as if he couldn't pick it up. That is yeah, just beautiful. And it's awesome as well because you then get Cap with a shield and a hammer wailing on Thanos. Yeah, that's amazing. I I mean I felt sorry for Thanos, but in a perfect way of building up a heel that you want to see get beaten, not a cool heel. Mm. I was like, you, every time. I was yeah, just like, yeah. I want to see you I want to see you die. And it's, I never it's, yeah. feel that about Vincent. Well, it interesting because they they turn him I feel like he was actually fairly sympathetic in Infinity War. Mm. Like to a degree. He felt like this big threat, <clears throat> but he had He had some sort of level of reasoning. Yeah. And here the interesting thing is that, that when he finds out what happened to him and all this other stuff and all the plots to reverse what he's done, even though he knows he's achieved his goals, this is when he gets pissed off. And he's like, no, I'm going to destroy everything now. I'm going to wipe this universe out of existence and build something brand new mm. with life that doesn't know what it left behind. Like, it, it, he's become malicious now. It's not even about saving the – like, his plan, his plan before was to save the thing that existed he wants to save existence so he wipes out 50% of all living beings to be like now the universe can function. And instead now he's turned completely towards destroying it. So he is the ultimate bad guy here now. He's just he's gone full heel. Yeah, full heel and he even says because in uh, Infinity War he almost has regret that he has to beat this great warrior Tony Stark. I I hope they erect a statue in your name. Mm-hmm. But here after the little three the battle with Cap, Thor and Iron Man, he's like no, I'm gonna dis- I'm gonna enjoy destroying your planet. So yeah, yeah, he is. This is a full heel turn. Yeah, yeah. But then, I mean, should we talk about it now? The this this was the moment. This was the moment where I just freaked out because you've got all of Cap, Thor, and Iron Man have been battling Thanos. It's just it's reached a bit of a stalemate. Thanos really is is getting the most of it, and then all of Thanos's. Bros turn up. Well, so it's not even a stalemate. It's Thanos has beaten down Thor and, yes. I, Thor and Iron Man are out of the game. And yeah, Cap yeah, 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 is, right. Cap's shield is splintered mm. and he's, he's bloody and he's bruised. And he has that, f- like, this is his final, like, I'm just going to keep getting back up. I can do this all day moment. He just pushes himself to his feet. And it's this amazing wide shot as all of Thanos' army turn up. The Chitari, the Black Order. Ooh, like Those weird yeah, ships. Those weird ships. They all are encroaching on Cap who just strides across this tiny little outcrop on his own the last Avenger standing the first Avenger and the last Avenger standing to face off against Thanos and his forces and just as it's about to be like oh Cap's going to get mangled yeah <laughs> <laughs> the Doctor Strange yellow yeah. portal time things and the sling rings yeah and uh, it's it's Black Panther and all of wakanda really a portal to yeah. wakanda's been opened and black panther walks out with uh flanked by two lady people i can't remember the name of and just the entire Shuri army and uh what's her face yeah and the whole army behind them and you're like, oh, are you are oh, like okay okay it's it's happening and then he does like the little nod and then loads of circles start yeah. to appear and you get you know you get uh Everyone, Doctor Strange comes through. I popped massively for Wong. That yeah. was the biggest reveal. Doctor for Strange, me. Wong, and all the trainees yeah, all from the Sorcerers. Yeah. Uh, and you and get the, the Guardians. Guardians. Uh, and just, it was like, I said this to Luke afterwards because we saw it together. I was like, it was like all of my toys, all of my toys were there. Yeah. And I was playing with them. <laughs> and it was the happiest I've ever mm. been. I. It was I, like a splash panel, wasn't it? It was just like this huge, just like Civil War. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing, but yeah. bigger, much bigger. I, I, I cried for from that opening Black Panther bit through to like midway through the battle. I was just so excited and over overwhelmed with emotion, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you just think, okay, everyone's there now. All the Avengers from this ten, twelve year mm-hmm. build. This is long term storytelling. That's unprecedented in cinema. I don't think people it's easy to forget how lucky we are to be living through this because it's a totally different way of telling stories. Just like when Star Wars first came out and they had a trilogy there. That was an ex- imagine living through that. It's quite fetishized now, but we're living through it now with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is just insane what Kevin Feige's managed to put I don't, together. I don't I don't think even the next 10 years of Marvel will be this we'll never have this cinematic moment ever again on this scale of like People are that invested in this that, Mm. like, you know, you turn up and you're just like, I feel like my whole like twenties is being displayed on a screen, and this is like the finale of like everything I've watched for ten years now. What an amazing, what an like to also to build ten years for that moment in which everyone you loved that was taken away from you walks back through a little portal just to stand there. (laughs) <laughs> like, I didn't even, they didn't even have to fight yeah, at that point. I was the just like, up. whoa. <laughs> like, we could have ended the film there and I would have been like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just assume what yeah, happened. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah. But then they, then they took it home and they had, to, oh, yeah. Just before they started and everyone's come through the portals, then Giant Man pops through the, yeah. the, the, because them Hulk and uh, Ant Man and Rocket and War Machine, they're all trapped underneath mm-hmm. the Avengers complex when it was destroyed and he comes out. So it's just like, pure insanity massive battle yeah uh, play that on spidey when he comes back as well and he has a moment with tony and they just hug it's beautiful yeah <laughs> oh this is this is this is nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh and then yeah they have a great battle there's only one bit that jarred with me and i get why they did it because you know women and women are very underrepresented mm-hmm. in the marvel cinematic universe but it was it took me out of the movie you had Spider Man there, and it was like, how's he going to get the 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 gauntlet that they the new gauntlet they've made through this big battle? Oh, here's Captain Marvel. Here's and then they literally had every female character, even Mantis. And I was like, well, what what's Mantis yes, gonna do yeah. realistically? But uh, put everyone to sleep. Yeah, sleep, I sleep sleep. I get why they did it because PR. But we we criticize WWE for doing like PR Obvious women PR moments, stuff. Yeah, and I thought this this. This went. This took me out of the movie because I, you know, I realised what they were doing. It wasn't as organic as the one in Infinity War, in which that was the sort of like three, three yes. on one showdown between uh, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, and and the lady we can't remember the name of. Yeah, from is, Wakanda, what was the name? Akoye? Sure, I think it's Akoye. <laughs> Uh Yeah, but that so was really the, good. The, yeah, yeah perfect. like um, that was an amazing moment, and this was this was that on a much larger scale, but felt a bit like. I was like, but Shuri, you've just been dead. And, like, she's got the little mm. blasters. And I was like, well, no, let just let Captain Marvel do it. Like, it could have just been... And really, it was like, yeah, we'll help her get there. So I feel like she could just do it. I um, don't know. I do, but with that criticism aside, Valkyrie on a on a flying horse... On a Pegasus, yeah. Is my my one of my favourite visuals of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She looks mm. awesome every time yeah. she does it. Uh, but yet they... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Fights. yeah. Tony, but, becomes, but in the fights there was some. There may there was just some really good bits that like call back to stuff as well. Like you know, Scarlet Witch getting her moment with mm, Thanos. Like, I don't even know who you are. It's like it's what Thanos yeah, exactly, it. and it's just like this, this whole like you know, Scarlet Witch's great love was ripped away from her by Thanos, and like you know, that moment to be like you get this time in the sun to be like. Mm. Here's your revenge because she's really powerful as well. Like she's crazy powerful. So maybe not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but certainly in the comic books. Well, she's still evolving. She's still yes, discovering yes, she's the still roots sort of her of, powers. Yeah. And whether is or not this... that's going to be a mutant thing, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like is is Phase Four another way you can write? I'm oh, no broken record, really. The X Men and Fantastic Four. I'm sure into they the would. MCU. I'm sure they would start doing that. Now. Is Scar? Is uh, Scarlet Witch having her House of M breakdown moment? And mm. she she effectively creates a new reality. And, yes, and you just you've suddenly got loads of mutants. Maybe there. that's the reverse. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's the reversal of the House of yeah. M. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just yeah. Rather than saying no more mutants, she says loads of mutants. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. But that's that's a, that's a, yeah, a ton more of super mutants. Superheroes, yeah. yeah, Um And that's so that's another Phase Four thread that they could pick up mm-hmm. on. Uh, but and I it, thought that was such a brilliant moment yeah. where she's like ripping his armor off and. Crushing him up like I liked it when because he's so cocky all the time yeah. when he when he starts to get beaten up I'm like yeah <laughs> uh, but it comes down to Thanos has got the gauntlet and he's gonna snap the fingers but Captain Marvel tries her best but Tony gets it and he puts it on and he clicks the fingers. well so he doesn't put it on so he's so Captain Marvel grabs his fingers and mm. it's a replay of uh, the shot of. Uh, Captain America from Infinity yes. War, in which he stops the gauntlet yeah, yeah. and he's trying to hold the fingers apart and he can't, and she does manage it. And he does Thanos does the same move. He goes for the headbutt, and she just looks at him like, yeah, oh, like, and then yeah, and then he manages to sort of wing her off. Tony, there's that moment where Tony looks at Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is he's holding back a flood. Uh, of some description isn't mm. he with with his uh magic and he just raises one finger so there was a moment before where tony said is this the one in 14 million or 140 million chance and he goes if i told you how it ends it wouldn't come to pass and then tony looks at him he just goes "One." <laughs> and then yeah tony runs up grabs the infinity gauntlet that he made it's a iron man one uh and comes away Thanos throws him away and Thanos thinks he's won because he's still wearing the gauntlet yes. and he clicks his fingers but because it's Stark tech it just pushed all of it onto his glove mm, mm. an amazing like <laughs> again like brains over brawn iron man moment like i've already thought about this mate yeah <laughs> don't you worry i've like, got backup plans yeah. on my backup plans he uh, yeah and then tony does the snap and well he has one last line Mm. It's I am Iron Man. Yeah, so Thana says, I am in- inevitable and Tony says, I am Iron Man, which is the line that he says at the end of Iron Man when he when they go, Oh, you should probably keep this a secret, it should be a secret identity, you shouldn't say anything and he walks out of the press conference and he goes, I'm Iron Man <laughs> 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 And this was that was such a perfect callback yeah. to like this it brings us completely full circle in terms of the MCA and then there's obviously a later callback in the at the end of the credits that to Iron mm. Man. That brings it even more full circle. But yeah, this is this is like the finale of this film mirrors the finale of that film. It's so poetic. Yeah. From from a, just all all the different strands from a franchise perspective, from a character perspective, because Iron Man was the the one that started this. Mm-hmm. And Robert Downey Jr. as an actor, like if you don't have him in that role at that time, it was just a perfect combination of things. Maybe we don't get the MCU. Iron Man yeah, was yeah. a gamble. Of the first Avengers was a huge gamble. It paid off, but big like big it was, it was not a sure thing by a long shot. They had the Incredible Hulk, yeah. <laughs> but that was, it wasn't a smooth phase one as it seems in retrospect. Uh, living through it, so for for Tony to sacrifice himself here mm-hmm. and make the, and it is it is what he always wanted. Like you know, want to put a sheet of armor around the world, yeah, and. He he effectively has because in the funeral scene for him that comes afterwards, the camera pans round all these new Avengers that have sort of come up with him, mm-hmm. and this is his you know this is his legacy really. Uh, it's yeah it was it was something else. Yeah, it was a heartbreaking little mm-hmm. scene. It was yeah really amazing. Like Pete again, Tom Holland, upset Tom Holland is like the greatest thing in the MCU I think. Yeah. Like, his. His level of vulnerability that he puts across as Peter Parker is just next level. It was yeah. like him just being like, "Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark," like it was so good. And I'm really happy that they they did it this way, where it the time travel doesn't just bring everything back. No. To to where Infinity War ended, we the MCU now is in a place that had Infinity War, had the snap, had the decimation, mm-hmm. and then five years. Yeah. That's so much character growth. Yeah. And then you have this other I thought it was a bit tight of Tony to suggest that as a plan. Like when he was like, well, no, I want everything from five years because I've got a baby. Yeah. Because there would be other people who didn't have a pet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like there would be people who, after the snap, lost their wife, grieved for two whole years, found love, another year, had a baby. So they've got a two-year-old baby with this woman.
0: Snap. Oh, yeah, people have snap. actually moved Old on. Old wife
1: comes back. What? I didn't what? even think of that. <laughs> yeah, so there's going to be this there's going to be all these people who's like there's going to be mass breakdowns like there's a lot from, of, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of baggage to be dealt with here. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they delve yeah. into that. And Tony was just like, "Well, I just don't want to have to have my baby again." Cuz he could have yeah. just had it again. he could have just had her again. Yeah. Like. But Love You 3000. Uh no, it is no, not. Yeah. It it is, is. But it's is, it is again a classic bit of sort of I, I I get they weren't probably going to go mm. in too deep on that idea but I do think it's quite funny that t- again Tony Stark being Tony Stark like well, but I want my thing but it's nice to yeah but that leaves plenty of mm-hmm. threads that are unraveled to, to play on in future films yes yeah well uh, that's, I think that's the thing they've always done brilliantly the yeah. Avengers is like they save the day but what is the cost and what is mm. the damage like the Sarkovia thing like there is all of there's always been one hand in like, people going, like, is it is it necessary for you to be, like, to do do this stuff? Like, did mm-hmm. you have to do it this way? I get, like, you saved the day, you did this, whatever. Was this the only way you could do it? Could you not have thought about it a bit more and done a different thing? Like, yeah. Like, the um, Battle of New York set yeah. up Spider-Man Homecoming with yeah. all the tech that came off of it from the salvage missions. But I guess the last thing we'll talk about is the that everyone returns to normal life mm-hmm. and then Captain America goes back to return the Infinity Stones but he doesn't come back in the way you would expect. I really had to explain what had happened there this morning to my nieces. Really? Well, no, just, she was just like... So when he went into the quantum thing, how did he get over... Like, And I was like, well, he just... So he went back in time, and he put the Infinity Stones back where he was supposed to put them. And then he went back further, because he was... I was like, because he was from the 1940s, and he got buried in the ice, and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then, like... <laughs> to be like, and then he just turned up on the day and sat on the bench. She was like, "What? So what? To get a bus?" And I was like, "Probably he just got a bus. Yeah. Like, probably just got a bus. Like, I don't know. He's got time." But I love, I love that as well. Like, you know, that that moment was because we all, I think, we all knew he was going to do that. Luke, to his credit, Luke Owen called this a year ago. Yeah. He said, "Endgame should end on a shot of Cap and Peggy." Getting that dance, yes, yeah, and it's a perfect ending. It is perfect ending, and it, it's so perfect it didn't need the post credits. We almost got a pre credits with the Hawkeye stuff because Hawkeye mm-hmm. happened in that opening scene. Then you got the Marvel roll, and then we were into the film. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, just to, just to for for the for the franchise that brought us the concept of end credits, really, or yep. popularized it, to have no end credits no. at the end of this was was quite. So, th- but their only and their only thing was that over the end the very final after Mm. all the credits had rolled you just heard this ding 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 sound which is Tony you assume building his uh, heart basically Mm. that he has worn for the whole you know one of the opening 10 opening 20 minutes of Iron Man Mm. yeah yeah so like it's all completely full circle and that small moment of smithing crafted this whole universe like yeah yeah but I guess the only other thing to talk about is Falcon looks like he's going to be Captain America, yes. now, which is you know that re- sets up a really nice and long-awaited addition of di- diversity to the main mm-hmm. Avengers line. Yes, yeah. so it'd be really cool, and uh, and it's a comics thing as well. Like yeah. it is straight out of the comic books. Um, I love that. Like I like I like the fact that like you know they they have effectively you know they Tony is dead. They've effectively killed off Captain America as Captain America. Like, maybe Steve Rogers, old man Steve Rogers, mm. becomes director of S.H.I.E.L.D. That would be in in, awesome. in, like, the comics way. Yeah. But, yeah, Sam Wilson is going to be Captain America now. Thor is off in the other part of the universe, which is the perfect place in post-Ragnarok as well. Like, to be, like, Thor being in the Asgardians of the galaxy. That's That, that was so funny, that line. Yeah. But that's that, and that scene as well. Like, but yep. I I love that dynamic between him and Quill. Like, and again, they had that sort of they have that Cap and Thor relationship, but slightly different. Where yeah, well, Cap's very a, you, confident you, in himself, yeah, yeah. but Pete is not. Yeah, uh, Quinnell. Qu- Qu- Quill Peter, Peter Quill. Quill. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three seems to be. The Hunt for Gamora. The Hunt for Gamora with Thor on board, mm-hmm. ridden by James Gunn again. Yeah. I'm so excited for the idea of James Gunn writing Thor. I guess yep. he already did because James Gunn I think wrote and directed those scenes in Infinity War. Uh, they got all the Guardians bits. Okay. Uh so yeah, that is tremendously exciting, but I guess overall a 5 out of 5 movie. Yeah, it's a, it is an unbelievable bit of cinema. Um I've got to watch it again. But my immediate thoughts are Infinity Wars better. Mm-hmm. Uh but the highs, the individual high moments of endgame surpass anything. I think it's difficult I think they're difficult to view as two separate films. Mm. I think the, the the arc of this story. Yeah. The acts of this story run across two films. Like Definitely. This this is the end game. This is the final. This is like the very final act, this part, like act one and two are infinity war act three is end game plus a bit of downtime mm. basically. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like I just, I think it's impossible to separate the two because this wouldn't mean as much without this one. So yeah. yeah. Or, or without 10 years of watching films. So I don't know. It's still pretty down. Yeah. Yeah. What a fantastic movie.